Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cubs beat the Mets 4-1. to one. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, Ryan Herrera. Delmendo is rolling in the cash after Woo! his points bet wager on the Cubs. This was the best Cubs win of the season, folks. Cody, Not really, but... Cody, yeah, purchased five Jordans during the game. <laughs> yeah. Five pairs of Jordans. Spent it all already. Oh, oh six. yeah. Six. Six, Maybe right? it was six. And for all of those out there who said the Cubs would not win 60 games this season, go pound sand. <laughs> Big number 60. <laughs> and the push to 63 is closer than ever. We have a magic number of three for 63. And go the Cubs pound all, sand. Go pound sand. And a series win, fellas, over the Mets. Yeah. And a game that we all, oh we said in pregame, not going to be easy <laughs> what tonight. Way, what no. a way to start the show. Go pound sand. 63 <laughs> yeah, wins. There were a lot of people that were like, this this team will win 50 games. That's right. <laughs> I mean, they just you know what you 60. call this. Yeah. You know what you call this? A success. A success. Where's there Michael Collada? <laughs> Who would have thought we'd be sitting here? Because you, you, that was your pick on the bet show, right? The for cup, today, the yeah, line. for today. And I said it at the very end, and I, we might have been, like, cutting out because we talked about Week 2 NFL the entire <laughs> time. But, like, at the very end, Sean was like, Guardians money line or something like that. And then I was like, Cubs money line. And at, at, at the, as the moment I'm saying money line, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Steven ended the show. So He didn't want you to get that part out. Well, I, we, we – Philly's money line, whatever. I, all, it cashed? Okay, so we both went 2-0 and o tonight. Congratulations nice. to us. Hello, Rhonda. Pat on the shoulder. Hey, Rhonda. Well, anyway. I can't see that. Things yeah. too far up. Oh. Yeah, big anyway. win. Anyway. Sampson over DeGrom. Like we all expected. Who would have who thought? This, by the way, I this. I thought. <laughs> in the beginning of the season, this was the week that Cody had circled as possible clinching week. At this point, we didn't know it was going to be for 63 wins. Yeah. But now we still have a shot. I, I mean, you really did tell us all about it. I was having some technical difficulties tonight with my phone. And so I, I didn't get in on the fun wager. It's unfortunate because I was on a bit of a heater after that $50 winner. I guess technically you still are on a heater. Yeah, I am on a heater. That's right. It hasn't yeah. ended. I may not bet. Maybe I just won't bet again. Stay on a heater. No, that, that was, uh, I mean, Hap, was, Hap let off the scoring with the home run. And that felt like, oh, they got one. Like, okay, mm. here comes the right. And then uh, obviously they put up four more Bo- or three more. Bodie had the home run. Um, how else did they score runs today? It was uh, Bodie, Bodie the home run. run. Uh, uh, Wisdom had the bunt. Yeah, the bunt. I can't remember the other one. Um, but then the pitching was good. Samson, six innings, no earned runs. Cy Young. First time, first time with back-to-back quality starts since 2009, June 2019. Now, granted, he pitched in Korea, I believe, for a year or so at the, in that. Um, but it's still you know over three years since his last time pitching back-to-back quality starts and he outdueled Jacob deGrom. <laughs> Jacob I mean, deGrom. He, he like, absolutely did. Like, it's just, it's almost comical to say it, but like. I know it is because I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, Cody so bet big funny. on it. I, I knew he was going to have, still have like 10 strikeouts. And he did. DeGrom, and he did. Uh, nope. But Hap got all that homer, by the way. He did. Uh, upper deck. Upper tank. Um, I mean, yeah, he did. He did. It was a 407, I think, was the distance that they gave yeah. out. Yeah. I got a buddy. I, I always think about that. Like, how, I mean, do they. 
I don't know how they figure. How it do out. they figure they must that know out? By like row of seat or something like that. When it hits the tr- the third deck like that, like I mean, can yeah, you imagine like what angle you're hitting at? Yeah, it's like, a guess. Come on, like, like, like it's it's a guess. I don't get it. <laughs> um, it feels like it would be further, in my opinion. Mike Dubs, I'm fading myself betting from now on. Took Degrom over nine and a half Ks. And Mets money line. <laughs> and truth be told, you were thinking about giving up on the bet halfway through. And just I did consider it, right? cashing out because this Cubs bullpen, it's been shaky since the, the, the trade deadline, right? So, but, you know, Rucker comes in, shoves it down their throats. And yeah. Brandon Hughes comes in, shoves it down their throats, gives up a homer to Pete Alonzo in the ninth inning with no one on. Just like uh, last night when he gave up a homer to Francisco Lindor in the ninth inning yeah. with no one on. Those, yeah. I mean... Like I said last night, it's like if he's taking his lumps right now, yeah. the season, it's not like you're counting on him to help you know, be a back-end reliever for a playoff push right now. It's right. like let him go out there, learn how to pitch in these situations. Tr- he's truthfully, gonna, truthfully. It's okay. <laughs> it's truth- okay. And I don't truthfully, t- tell us the truth. I don't, yeah. don't want to take any credit away from the Cubs tonight, but truthfully, I just feel like this loss is more on the Mets than the Cubs winning this game. Like they, they've just – they are just – they are not what they were at the beginning of the year, in my They got opinion. four well, walks off of Samson. They had opportunities. I, I think I don't think this specific game is on the – I think the Cubs well, won this, this game. Well, yeah, I think the Cubs won, won this they game. Won, they they had, won the you, game, but, like, their offense off. is, like, really falling apart well, compared to what we saw at the beginning of the year. What I mean is the Cubs won the game because they did what they had to do to, you know, to get runs off a guy like Jacob deGrom. They – you know, put balls in play. They bunted guys over. They stole bases when they had a they chance. Did, like they, they took, did, they did manufacture runs. Yeah, they I, took the game and, outside and then, of the half homer. Yeah. And Adrian Sampson. I mean, there was that that almost home run with Pete Alonso that I still don't know what what was the blow up between Alonso and, and Sampson. Yeah, right. But Sampson pitched really well. And and yeah, the the Mets offense isn't hasn't been that good. But it's not like Sampson was giving up a ton of hard contact and they were just going right to fielders like it was he was pitching well yeah and the bullpen came in and pitched well <laughs> enough to hold him to one run like I don't think I don't think this is a game that you take away from them the Cubs won it and yeah it doesn't matter that's only their 60th win of the season but that, that's a Cubs win I yeah. think it's a Cubs win but David Snyder did call the Samson thing too in he did in the pregame show he said 250 ERA the last three starts there sure was enough. a tweet that you read about yeah. about Samson against uh, playoff teams or whatever. I don't remember where it is. Samson against playoff teams? I I tweeted it at the CHGO Cubs Twitter account. If you don't follow it, you should follow it. I'll go find it real quick. Yeah, Um, Is that the stat that Kevin had? No, it was the one I found. It was like he had 44 and a third innings pitched against a certain amount of people. A certain – It was – Entry tonight, Adrian Samson had 44 and a third third innings pitched versus playoff contenders. The playoff versus playoff contenders. That starts against Dodgers, Braves, Brewers, uh, Cardinals, Baltimore, and the Mets. He's got a 3.24 ERA in those. That was outings. going into today. Going into today. Yeah. So now it's lower than so, that. So uh, yeah, I don't. I because I'd have to do the, the backwards math to figure out how many earned runs that equals, and I don't feel like doing that right now. I don't. But you know, math. it's it's closer to three against playoff teams, and mm-hmm. we could talk about. You can read this eight, other tweet that Kevin brought up now if you want about Degrom. Well, well, I was, was going to say gonna... we could talk about Adrian Sampson trying to earn his spot on the team again next year, but I think we've kind of gone through that. But right. Every time he makes be, a start, we go through it every time. But, but all I'm going to say about it is that this is obviously a start that helps his case, as was the last one. 
Like he's helping his case right now. Whether it's for the Cubs or another team, yeah. Even, you so know, I there's a there's a chance. Yeah, whether it's the Cubs or another team, like there's he's looking like he's earning himself a spot in a, in in the majors in some capacity in 2023. I mean, it was he he has been good, and he seems to be getting better. Like I keep saying. Uh, he's just a guy, and then he comes out and he throws another good game. Now, I do have that, a buddy that, that up, Kevin. yeah, bring it up. I do have a buddy I who's like a that. diehard Mets fan from New York, and I'm I'm holding out, not even texting or anything, because like he goes to all the games. Like, oh. <laughs> it's not looking good. So this is the Degrom stat, and then I guess we'll kind of go into the free agent option thing. Uh, Degrom just matched a major league record with his 39th consecutive start of three earned runs or fewer. Jim Scott is the only pitcher to have a streak as long back in 1913 to 14 for the White Sox. DeGrom, six innings, three earned runs. So he's got to do 39 consecutive And that starts. according to Anthony DiComo of uh, the Mets, yeah. of MLB.com. I believe he was the first to tweet that out. I, I saw a couple accounts with it, but uh, hell of a find. That's, that's a great stat. Yeah. Hasn't been done in over 100 years. That's insane. That's yeah. uh, consistency right there. Yeah, if it's not for the injuries. So if he gets forty, yeah. he would be the only major league pitcher since at least like the whole night since at least nineteen oh one kind of thing to to do that. Which again, we all know Jacob Degrom is one like arguably the greatest pitcher of this generation and one of the top pitchers of all time. I mean, I don't know if the longevity hasn't been a factor for him for this entire time, but he his his run of dominance has been they are a thing, but I kind of feel like the Mets throw around cash like it's going out of style. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about, you know, the free agent options the Cubs might have. He's certainly on the list of someone they'd have to consider to a shorter term deal, lots of money. And so the risk isn't as bad. He's the oldest of like the four guys we put in comparison. He's the most accomplished. They've all been injured. Rodon, we talked about the last time he was here and pitched. Um, Clevenger's an interesting guy. is an interesting guy. I just think DeGrom, despite the injury history and the age, will get insane money yeah. for a, a, a deal from somebody, and I'm not sure that's the Cubs. It'll be a Scherzer-type deal. Like yeah, Scherzer I, I just think, like, whether it's the Yankees, the Mets, or, you know, that's somebody what, disgusting like the Dodgers, yeah. somebody will just give an insane amount of money to him. I've been thinking this whole time. Like, I don't see him leaving. I don't, I don't see him leaving the Mets. I don't either. Because I think Steve Cohen is going to, especially if they don't win this year, going to try to, like, yeah. just throw more money. Yes. But, I mean, I, I don't see him, even if it's not the Mets, it's like the Yankees are right there. Like, I don't see him getting out of New York. <laughs> like, he's not, that, yeah. yeah. And he's if he's signing with the Cubs, he'd only be signing because of the amount of money. He wouldn't yeah. be signing because you would say, oh, we're gonna win the got a shot to win the World yeah. Series next year, even with Degrom. So, and I also I when you look at what the Cubs do, like I I don't know that we've seen any like projected contract for Degrom. The Cubs don't want to shell out long term deals. I think it, I think the Cubs front office would rather higher average annual values than lower values more years. That's what. It, 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 that's what it feels like they're they're looking for. So it also depends on what Degrom is looking to get. What does he want? Just more money in general? Is he looking to have more security for so and so years? Right. It's like 
that's that's well if you can get if you can get like some crazy amount per year you don't care as much that's about fair. the longevity that's fair. and if i you, do if feel you get like 40 million over like three what do you years, what do you care well, if you like that's your last contract what does scherzer have this year do you remember Isn't he making like 40 AAV? is it 40 AAV? I, I thought he was something yeah. like that right? it's 40 plus yeah, yeah. right because like a, a two-year yeah, so I mean, he, he deserves that yeah and the yeah. I'm and I'm not against the I'm not against the Cubs saying hey here's forty million dollars forty three forty three AAV so you got to figure they're like oh it's yeah it's three oh okay forty three forty three forty three yeah think so so let's let's just say that's the number that he's looking for even though he's hurt you know maybe maybe it's four let's just say he wants forty mil Mm. for the next three years I'm not against the Cubs doing that no. It's 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 a financial yes, investment, but it doesn't yeah. doesn't handcuff them from when all their prospects should be hitting their prime. Yeah, but it gives them a shot to do something earlier, right? Yeah, no, yeah, and with Degrom again, if it's like if it's um, yeah, just throwing the Max Scherzer contract out there, I think he'll get more money than that. I, he may yeah. get an extra year than that. Yep, but it's, it's Jacob Degrom, and you look at the injury history. 34, and, like you said, 30, 34, you put him at three more years, 37, and he's always been hurt. There's there's definitely a gamble to it for whoever yeah, decides 100%. to do it. But I, I just feel like there's going to be some team that decides to do I, it. I, I, do, I do too. But, so, yeah, and then so on the flip side of that is like with the age and the and other teams willing to probably give more than maybe the Cubs are willing to give, there's other guys out there that maybe aren't Jacob deGrom, the best pitcher in the majors when he's healthy. But Carlos Rodon. Would you rather give five years to Rodon? I don't no. know if I'd give five. No. I would not give five years to I'd, Carlos I'd Rodon. give three high to DeGrom over five for Rodon any day. Well, week. four years for DeGrom. He's younger. Four for DeGrom. Four years younger. Four for DeGrom or five for Rodon? What are you saying? Would you give, would you give Rodon four years? What's the difference I would, between I four would. and five, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would give him four years. I give him four years, but yeah. mopped out in the middle. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It is weird it's how tough. those contracts I, it, do work with opt-outs and stuff like that. I don't know what's really more enticing and, and really is like a, a no uh, a no starter for players and also teams on those kind of contracts. So, yeah, four years, but if there's like an opt-out somewhere after like two or three, maybe. Like, right. I see. Like yeah. what Lucas is saying is going after Degrom now would signal the Cubs are intent on winning in 2024. It would be similar to the Lester signing in that way, and that it would be like, <laughs> all right, we're starting to get into a window where we can win. Whereas Rodon, because he's you know four years younger, does give a little flexibility for that time frame. I think. Yeah. And I think he will be less. The injury is the option probably. is trade for Shohei. And yeah. give up a lot. I mean, I was in. I'd on, rather sign the guys. I was in on the Cubs giving Rodon, like like trying to sign him this last offseason right. and seeing the two I year the deal two that years. he got. And I was like, why the hell didn't the Cubs go after that one? Like they had a lot of space mm-hmm. under the luxury tech. Like that was a contract that anyone should have tried to give Rodon. <laughs> the White Sox probably should have tried to give him that deal too. Yeah. And he pitched very well this year. I yeah. don't know. It's the age. The age. They both have injury history, but the age definitely plays a factor in it. Absolutely, it does. But Degrom and, is and also Jacob Degrom. So. 
So he is. I he's see. Uh, they're saying Ortega broke his finger. Starts, folks. I mean, what is it, Cody? Thirty-nine consecutive quality starts. Yeah. like that tweet I, said. Yeah, I mean, you want if you can get Degrom, you go get him. Yeah. Doesn't matter with his injury, you go get him. That's what I think too. I think. I think unless it, it's yeah. unless it's forty-five mil for five years. Yeah, again, I think you give him a five-year contract. No, you can't. That's that's can't. It'll be ancient. Unless you completely front-load that contract, which even then is taking such a big chunk out of your, out of, uh, out, of uh, out of the luxury tax threshold. Still got a lot of. It's like the, it's to doing fill. The, it's doing the opposite yeah. effect, right? It's like well, while the 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 luxury tax threshold number will keep going up, the number you're paying him is going down. But like right here, you're stuck because you have no money left because you're giving him so much money. Right. Alec might know. be right. DeGrom gets 50 mil average, and uh, Samson will have to get 60. Yeah. Well. Did outduel him. He did. You know he what? Did outduel him. What was the stat I had, Cody? Oh, um, so going into today, what DeGrom had six innings pitched and no earned runs allowed in a game. He did that 47 times. Adrian Samson had never done that before. <laughs> so, but he outdueled him today. Y'all build him today. Well, it's baseball. Adrian Sampson's going to tell his like his entire like he's going to be telling the story about this game, probably to his grandkids one this day. Is his first six he's innings pitch, no one run game. He's going to tell everyone. He's going to tell everyone how he he outpitched the the best player or the best pitcher in the last decade, arguably, <laughs> on one random night in NYC on a fifty nine <laughs> win Cubs team, baby. <laughs> Cody Domendo riding the money line. Oh, man. What a beautiful win that was. I missed a lot in this chat. Well, I mean, J.D. called it on the broadcast that he thought it was one of the most satisfying wins of the season or possibly the most satisfying Yeah, win because everyone knew that the Cubs were huge underdogs tonight. Well, and, huge and, underdogs. And Nico wasn't playing. And Madden, yeah. like, you had guys that were not in the lineup, too. Right. Contreras is out. Yeah. And, and Again, though, like, you say that, and that's what brings me back to thinking, like, this loss has more to do – or this Mets loss has more to do with them just really falling apart these last few weeks, in my opinion, than than the Cubs just magically pulling something out of their ass. But, hey, all the credit to them for make manufacturing runs and stuff like you said. So, hey, it's just nice to win one. So I was just going back through the chat, and this doesn't have anything to do with the, the Grom or Redon or any pitcher, but I just, like, noticed Michael Culotta's account by, by Michael, and I know – we, we laugh about the, the, the Ricketts tweets or Ricketts comments and stuff like that. He said these guys are pitching with no pressure. They're just guys. These guys have pressure on their back. These guys are pitching for their for career. A, career for a spot in the major league next year. Just because Sam, just because the Cubs aren't winning anything this year, who knows what they do next year. Adrian Sampson is pitching to stay in the major leagues next year, to earn a major league paycheck. That's what he's doing right now. I don't. I don't think you could take the credit away from him on, in in that front. Like, there is pressure on some of these. Michael guys hasn't been giving that, credit to anyone on this well, team. Yeah, I will. I, I will not, meet but. you half. I'll meet it halfway. I think what he says has some validity. Like, it's not the pressure of pitching in a postseason and no, of course trying not. to hang on to your career. But there is pre- there's self induced pressure yeah. for sure. It's it's not like like the team, rest of the team might not be yeah. though. Like some guys that are under contract might just be playing. No, just Under uh, and that those guys still contribute to whether you do well or not. Yeah, well, and that's what. Yeah, that I think that's what I'm getting at is like, yeah, they're not. He's not pitching for the rest of the team at this point because they're 22 games under 500. Right. They're not making the playoffs, but he is pitching for. He has a lot of pressure on himself to do well and earn 
a spot, whether it's with the Cubs and he stays in the 40-man this offseason or it's with another team next year. Like, he's pitching to make sure he's in the big leagues next year. So there's pressure there. And I don't think you can, like, discredit him completely for pitching for a 60-win team. <laughs> Mike Dubs. Hey, we will not have You dropped this, King. <laughs> I didn't see what Mike I'll did. say it. Michael Collada can pound Sam. No, that's not right. <laughs> He's no. a loyal viewer. Michael I stand with Collada. He, he is a loyal viewer. I can't. He, he is I allowed. just found it so funny because how Luke said it. He's allowed He's allowed to come in here and be negative. I'm just, he's the only one. He's, he's the got, only one that we yeah. allow it. Everyone else who's negative, I think about you uh, when I'm pissed off at the Cubs and they're pit, and they're playing bad, and I just know y'all are going to come in the chat and make <laughs> me even more mad. So uh, thank you for living utilities free in my head. I would like to figure out exactly <laughs> who's available for Rule 5 draft and then what spaces they really – I would love to know in their mind, like, who's safe. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, I don't think there's any question Sampson, despite pitching well, is near the cut line. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I don't yeah, think it's guaranteed that he's he, back, yeah, like, no matter how well he pitches, just based on age. Yeah, and that's Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they is, value that a lot, but – and that's what we talked about when we were watching the game. It's like, just because even if he does pitch well to end this season, the Cubs may look at it as something like, is 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 replacing him, is 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 it, is it better to have the roster spot and 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 put, um, a guy in the minors that's Rule Five draft eligible on the forty to protect them? Is that more valuable than right. keeping Samson and and you know the pitching depth he provides in the system? That's the balance. And I guess it depends on who you know who else is gone from the team. It depends who else is getting protected. But he's he he may be like one like a bubble guy. Like he may be like the last man out in a situation like that, which sucks. But that's what he's pitching for to make sure he's right. not. But even then, it's like it may not make a difference. You know. No, I mean I I can't argue with that. We we've talked about it. every time Assad pitches, you're like, is what what's his future? I don't know. Yeah. Both those guys. And a I few don't know, guys. but they're not hurting themselves by pitching well. No, and but then there's, I mean, there's position players, Ortega. Like yeah, Kinstry, broken like, finger, that might be the last time you see Ortega yeah. in a Cubs uniform. Mm. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the Rafael Ortega era? Sean Anderson His second half last year. <laughs> it's great. The walk-off homer at Wrigley. Yeah, that was pretty good. I was at that game. <laughs> and I remember tweeting, where were you for the Rafael Ortega game? <laughs> He's got a pretty great walk-up song. Yeah. Gets you going. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. No, Ian Happ's second played appearance walk-up song, um, Matches by Cash Cash. I don't, Luke, I would assume you've oh. never heard it. Cash Cash? For sure. <laughs> I don't know what you're even he talking also, about. He also great. walks cool. up to That's one of my one of my favorite songs. He in, also in walks his. up to Blue World by Mac. That's great, yeah. man. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I like, I like yeah. Cash Cash Big. one. Big. People Who was it that came in, in the Sean Sweet Child of Mine? Why is Sean was it Kimbrell? commenting? Was Kimbrel sweet yeah. child of mine? Now he's yeah. let it go. Did you see that? That's a mistake. No, he's no, pitching lights out, out with let it go. Yeah. He was yeah, like no. pretty bad. And then Sweet I, Child of Mine's an epic song. But it is. Pitching, but it's, it's he had the, to switch it was it up the whole uh, what's, the, what's the word? His daughter or something. I think his wife or someone told him he sucked or something. Well, they had it where like I think all the players' wives or girlfriends. It was maybe maybe National Women's Day or something like that. And all the wives and girlfriends picked the the walk-up songs or like intro songs for the players yeah. and he had obviously been having a horrible year and he had like a one two three inning with let it go from frozen 
as his as his uh, and so you know, that's walkout it. song, as his warm up song. And I think that over the next seven games, he had like didn't give up a hit or a, like I think he had seven one two three innings over his next seven games while pitching while let it go as his walk up song. So he just keeps using it. <laughs> I feel like that was more in the first. I was it a TikTok or was it Instagram? Ben Zobrist and his daughter singing "Let It Go" once. Is that TikTok? No, TikTok know. didn't exist then. Maybe it was Vine. No, it's probably know. Instagram. Probably Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Um, Katie says, "I know I've missed a lot, so I don't know how long you've had it, but Luke, your shirt is fantastic." <laughs> Luke's uh, had it for like a month. Yeah, I mean, I feel I've worn it a couple times. Thanks, yeah. Abby shirts. Yeah, shout out to Joe. To Joe, Steve. Period. <laughs> Steve. One of one. <laughs> one of one. It's Slash original. Maverick. Uh, by the way, when we Last walked week. in today, I walked through the front door and it was like encased meats. Just, just smells like mm-hmm. sausage in here. It smells amazing. <laughs> and I thought, well, that does smell good. It smells what, like what sausage that? in here. Is that a meat steak? What are we smelling? A Green Ridge Farm was here. A Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all natural option. Makers of all natural deli meat, sausages, and their famous. Meat sticks. You guys had them for dinner tonight. I did. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. All natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. 16 grams of protein per stick. Make a perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, and flavors like jalapeno, cheddar, and spicy chili. Haven't tried them yet? You don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes generations in making. (laughs) And being all natural, they deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery store. Right now, when you order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart, those meat sticks are free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. What what are, what are the salutes going on here? Joel says, talk about a sausage fest. <laughs> it was. Uh, this Joel. is the only post-game show where you get to read comments like this. Unbelievable. Listen, I, all, I, all I know is it walked in, and, and there was a distinct smell going on in here. It was like somebody's barbecuing. It smells like meat. And, and everybody was hitting the meat sticks out of the fridge today. Yeah. I didn't I hear any, a not a single complaint, by oh, the way. I had one. Yeah, I had one, too. You zapped it. 45 mm-hmm. seconds in the fridge or in the uh, microwave? A minute. Should have done 45 seconds. But yeah. You over-zapped I, it. I over-zapped yeah. it. No, I zapped yeah. it. Well, only because like it was so hot. It was, it was still good even at a minute. But uh, Ryan, you had the chicken? I did have the chicken one. What'd you go? The chicken one. Chicken with yeah. chicken flavor. But you've had all of them, right? Or no? I'm pretty sure, yeah. It wasn't the first time. They they sponsored one of our... Uh, I mean, Sean's over there with a meat stick every five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. They sponsored the, the White Sox tailgate we did back in the summer. So, you know. Uh, game time tickets, game another time great tickets. sponsor to tell you about game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best seats and deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows ever dreamed about sitting in a seat. You never thought you could 50 yard line courtside behind home plate floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last minute price drops can be found on seats. You thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Cubs tickets or Bears tickets created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price 
And if you love CHGO, well, then you're going to love Game Time. It's the best way to support us by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Got to get to that next Bears home game after that one. Yeah, We missed yeah. out on the epic water game <laughs> that was yeah 94 did. i was at a game that was worse than that. i know everybody that went to this is now proud that they went to it <laughs> i went to the halloween game in 94 where they were uh re- butt kiss and gail sayer's numbers were being retired and it was the same type of rain only it was like 38 degrees and a 40 mile an hour wind and butt kiss and sayer's were out there in trash bags that sent, yeah. and they got crushed Crushed by the Packers on Monday Night Football. It was a miserable night. That's a nice memory. This this was the next. <laughs> wor- they say this sounds was like the being next a Bears fan. Rain- <laughs> yeah, th- they say this is the next worst rainstorm that's ever been at. Ra- or, uh, oh, you're going to finish Field. with. I had a great time. <laughs> but oh, never forget it, huh? Uh, so by, by the way, it was Kimbrel's daughter, according to the chat, that yeah. had to let it go. So it was. I know we didn't. Corrected, br- I know it, it's working. I know we didn't bring up a tweet or say, but. Ortega, left ring finger fracture. Yeah. Done for the is season. Is that was coming out of New York? Yeah, that yeah, fractured uh, his finger. The Athletic is uh, sent a tweet out saying it. So Sahad of Sharma, yeah, left ring finger fracture. Yep. Season over. Um, Spin zone. Marcus Stroman tweeted W at Cubs. Uh, yes. By the way, uh, we so, should. I didn't, I didn't take care of it while we should have right out of the gate. Uh, who you got? We don't need to discuss this. Ian Happ, thank you. <laughs> yep. There's, what am I, tied yeah. for first now? This is the least Luke. Yeah, we don't had. even have to, like. You guys can't even come up with something for this one. This is the um, least Luke has had to argue. Cody waited his, for the last he, he doesn't have to at bat and was like, but if hey, he gets a hit here, McKinstry, he doesn't have to. Oh, instead Ian Happ saw five eight pitches in his first at bat. That's something Luke would pull. <laughs> come on, Ryan. I want to hear first, your argument, man. First time he doesn't McKinstry have to. had an eight-pitch at bat, the very There's first no at argument. bat of the game against DeGrom, and I thought won. that was impressive because he's going up against DeGrom. But no. What are the totals? Is this going to get factored in, or is this going to get left off? No, it's on here. I've been putting it on here all season, all right? It's 24 to 21 to 18. To two to Kevin's one and a half to two. Kevin's one and a half. To <laughs> one and a half, baby. One for Maverick and Rachel. On the board. So shout out to all our friends. Uh, Luke is down three to me. Mm. So if you had that Maverick. A lot game. of game left. A lot of season left. I still don't even know like what we get when this is over, but whatever. Uh, yeah, Cubs no, money line plus three thirty is the real victory tonight. Meat sticks. Meat sticks. Leftover meat sticks Leftover out of the fridge. Meat sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but they were grilling up for everybody. There was whoever was here for lunch today, not only get the meat sticks, they had sausages on the grill. So that's that's why it was like mm-hmm. I missed out on that. I got here a little too late today. Um this <laughs> Dave is, says McKinstry's nine pitch at bat was a tone setter though. <laughs> they, well, we did start with that. We said you said any made contact. <laughs> We he were did. He popped out. Was, yeah, yeah. He popped out. We uh, were we were literally going into like, all right, how many strikeouts is Degrom getting tonight? <laughs> like we were like, we might have to say we might have to choose who you got with the one who makes the most contact. So where were you two years ago on this date for one of the most epic pitching performances <laughs> in Cubs history? No, not the game where they beat Degrom. Was that a Sunday? <laughs> that was today. Was that a Sunday? Uh, I believe so. 
Mm. I think I might have been at my grandmother's house. I was, yeah, I was, I was. doing remote television. Yeah. I was doing. Remote yeah, I was, I was being. Doing, uh, I was Channel Two Sports from my den. There's there three scenarios of what I could have been doing. I was definitely at my grandma's house that day. I, I could have been delivering food for Grubhub because I was unemployed at the time, and that's how I was making money. Let me check my Snapchat. Memory. I could have been watching football because you're saying it was on a Sunday and it's September. Yeah. And yeah. or yeah, Snapchat memories. I could have been at my grandma's house. I could have been at my girlfriend's parents' house. So those are the three scenarios. You remember specifically this big of a yeah, game? How do you forget like this is something you can never. Like I remember saying, watching it. I just sixteen when they. <laughs> I remember just watching it. I just don't, just as I just know that I didn't. Dave, yes, the Mills no hitter. I didn't catch it until like the last three innings that day. Uh yeah, I don't know. The 16th no-hitter in Fran- Cubs franchise history, and it was only his 15th major league start. Now, in 20 years when somebody says... <laughs> it was the last Cubs no-hitter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Alec Mills is going to be a tough trivia question eventually. Because everyone will remember Arietta. Yeah, and, and yeah. maybe somebody will remember Zimbrano back then, but like yeah. Alec Mills hidden in there? Well, that, feel like it's the Philip Umber perfect game well, for the White Sox. Well, that combined with like, no one yeah. was in the stands. Right. Like, yeah. no one could be there to That's actually right. see it in person. Yeah. And it was, like, that weird season. Like It's kind of why people it's got like, pissed yes. off. People were pissed at MLB and not watching because of the whole they wasted the entire summer fighting instead of just playing games. Like, mm-hmm. it was – it was. I don't know. I wonder, I, wonder, I wonder how many people were, like, actually watching all nine innings of Alec Mills' no-hitter. It was – I, I mean, admittedly I was too, did yeah. not. I admittedly I did too. not watch all nine it innings just, of that It game. was so unexpected that it was pretty cool. <laughs> so I, I, I agree with cool. like um, Giolito threw one that season too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael so says a, a goes to show you no hitters are mostly pure luck. I won't go that far. You have to really have it. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's Those, generally a player too that you have to get lucky on at least. Oh yeah, yeah. right. You got to get a good. Those Arietta ones, that one, especially that one against the Dodgers, man, that was that was impressive. I he mean, there's just yeah, yeah. He was just on. Yeah. Well, the, I honestly, I would say I will say this: the Alec Mills one definitely had he had more luck than the normal no a, a normal no hitter that you see from a big name yeah. pitcher because he is a contact based pitcher. But shit, Mark Burley threw a couple no hitters yes. in his career too. He threw a perfect game too. Perfect game, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But you can't. What's the difference? Again, you cannot. I know the no hits is is the goal, but to compare what Alec Mills did, no offense to what Kerry Wood did, it's if you watch the two games with your eyeballs, one was way more impressive. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and, that's, and, and again, there's only been 16 no hitters. It's a great accomplishment. I'm glad he got to experience it. Thanks, bro. Is yeah. that what he said to you? Thanks, thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Is that, who said that to you? Alec Mills. Oh. Alec Mills. <laughs> Wait, thanks, he was going brother. home on his electric scooter. So yeah. anyone who slanders the whole Kogan. Thanks, brother. Yeah, <laughs> he did that to me uh, last year. I went to. I was at the game where the Cubs snapped the eleven game losing streak. Okay. I was walking down Clark with one of my buddies, <laughs> and we were going to my car, and we get to the corner of Waveland and Clark, and there's Alec Mills. On his electric scooter, waiting at the light, and I notice him, and I look at him. I'm is like, "Is he in a helmet?" No, he didn't have a helmet on. Oh my! Anyway, Cody also doesn't wear a helmet. I don't. Cody wear a doesn't either. wear a helmet. Well, we've uh, suggested it. I see enough him times, and I'm like, "Hey, Alec, great, 
great start tonight. And he's like, thanks, brother. It was like the most Hulk Hogan his, thing. His and it was the most Alec Mills thing ever. You see a picture of Alec Mills, and you picture that guy saying, thanks, brother. It's now, did like, he have like, did perfect. he have like uh, ski goggles on? He had, the, gla- he had the glasses on. He had the glasses, he had glasses on. <laughs> Another thing we can hold over the Brewers. Only two no-hitters ever in that park. Yeah. By the oh, way. And, and, they, and they sell the dirt from that no-hitter, so. Yeah. I've, I, you, did you? I tweeted that today. Yeah. Yeah. I, did you see that tweet? The Brewers sell it? The, the Brewers sell the dirt from that no-hitter, like the infield dirt. In, like, they, their, their, in the ballpark, right? Like, yeah. the team store or whatever? Mm-hmm. They sell what? the dirt from that game, yeah. Now, I, I was... <laughs> I was you like can bring it up. I retweeted to the CHG. Yeah, weren't you up? Account. Were you in Milwaukee? I was covering that game, so I, I remember I wasn't in the ballpark, but I was working their post game uh-huh. show that day. I've I've never seen that before. I be, I believe it though. I'm, I've seen the tweets now. Yeah, yeah. I basically you can bring up my tweet if you want. It, I retweeted to CHGO Cubs as well this morning. I tweeted it this morning when I learned that it was the anniversary of the Alec Mills game. <laughs> One thing I'm I'm thinking about when it kind of, kind of comes to Alec Mills, again, ground ball pitcher. So it's not like he can just go out and dominate a team like Jake Arrieta did. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously has to get, you know, with the ground, being a ground ball pitcher, has to, mm-hmm. not even luck, but it's just like have to have the fielders in the right place. Mm-hmm. How does the banning of the extreme shifts affect that? Well, Javi on the last out of that, I he was like I the way. Javi was like right behind second base, and Mills had said when the ball went by him on the final out, yeah. he thought, oh no, because he didn't know Javi had shifted all the way over behind second. My thing is, so he, I, but I think if Javi's just a few feet over, like where he's supposed to be, Javi, he, he'll yeah. go over. He'll Javi go probably it. gets it anyway. But like, there, I didn't watch back the whole thing, but there was probably a couple plays from left handed hitters that were hitting to the shift. And without the shift, because remember, we've, we've seen this rise of no-hitters in the last, like, six years. I don't know how many, but it's, like, a lot of – it always felt like a lot of no-hitters. Like, didn't – wasn't – didn't they set the big league record for, like, most no-hitters in a season last year or something like that? Yeah, some – like, it's either, like, the last couple years or something yeah. like that that it's been, like, a discussion. Now, and the shift has a lot to yes, do I'm with saying, that. I wonder yeah. now that they're taking away that, so a guy like Kyle Schwarber smoking a ball through the right side at 150 miles an hour, like Ian Happ said, mm-hmm. that – becomes a hit again that that's the end of a yeah. hitter right so, so i wonder how much that effect that ha- there's, the yeah, there's the tweet that is it was, unbelievable it was seen on reddit it went vi- it actually went on went viral on cubs twitter like last week can we find it online do they actually sell that somewhere online i'm going to check that'd be so crazy i that, that would is, be insane yeah i know i that's wild i'm going to look it up i've never heard of this before either i'm going to look it up that is why that would be like the, the cubs selling Brewers. like the Brewer, like somebody clinching mm. on their home field and be like and here's the dirt congratulations <laughs> like what and that is why you know the what? Milwaukee we cut Brewers. down all the ivy for you at a dollar a piece each <laughs> leaf <laughs> and i am once again saying that the Milwaukee Brewers are a sa- second-class organization. That has, to, that has to be fake. That can't be real. There's no way the Brewers in their their gift shop or pro know. shop I mean, are it, selling admittedly it's something on, with it, a Cubs it, logo on it. Admit, admittedly, no, it's, it's up on Reddit, so I don't know. No but it's, but it's, it's just so – I want to believe that it's real. Also, the jar looks like it should have, like uh, – Black pepper in it or something. Yeah, like right. Somebody might have bought that at Mariano's, it. dumped it out, <laughs> stuck some dirt in it, and put a Cubs logo on it. Well, look at the background. It does look like it does look like there's uh, more of them. 
when yeah. I'm looking at the background show, right you, now. If you want to show it on the screen there, Ke- uh, Kevin. Yeah, and I don't, you're pointing it out. I don't know. <laughs> like, like it says, no hitter with the official Cubs yeah, logo. There's no way they're selling that in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you don't, you you can't tell from that photo that it's actually in like at Miller Park or American Family Field. Like, doesn't I, really look like dirt either. If you look at the, <laughs> it, it looks like little uh, rocks. It little looks pebbles. like it kind of looks like the infield. I looks like I, beep it looks more like the. Pebble, I guess like that, that, I guess what, what we have to do. Yeah, yeah. I guess what we have to do is just go to Milwaukee and find out for ourselves if they're see if they're still selling it. I mean, what would the bottom of it say? We did our part. <laughs> I don't know, man. One of two no hitters in uh, American Family Field history. Right there, you go. And, then, and they don't even get the name of the ballpark. Right Sean now. says, "Here's the dirt from Cole Hamill's no hitter at Wrigley in 2015." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Uh, I I mean, I do also do remember from that. I don't remember a ton of the game, but I do remember that there was Jason Jason Hayward. Ross wanted to take him out because he was trying to rest guys because mm-hmm. they're playing a weird schedule, and he was like, uh-uh, "Not as long as he's in the game." Like guys stayed in the game, yeah, to be there for trying get Mills the no hitter. So that you know, well that's and then like I think stand up move. A lot of guys would have done that, but I know it was like. Jason Hayward specifically, like, that's not surprising, just knowing the type of right. teammate he is to these guys and, you know, all the hate he gets, whatever. He's he's a guy that, like, you'd expect him to want to be out there for something like that, regardless of the score, be out there to give his best to make sure Alec Mills gets his no hit. Like, that's right. the type of teammate that Jason Hayward is. And then he went and took pepper jars and scooped up all the dirt, and gave one for each teammate. And then sold the rest to American Family Sold Field. the rest <laughs> to the Brewers. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. Yeah, as Michael says, they do give away free tickets at gas stations in Wisconsin. That That is factual. At Subways, right? At Subways, yeah. Oh, I loved I loved being, like, a student in college in Milwaukee because I would just go to games for a dollar, two dollars on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Be like Clayton Kershaw pitching randomly against some Brewers. And they weren't very good those first couple of years. The, my junior and senior year, they, they were great. And uh-huh. they got Yelich. But, yeah, it was great. You could walk into that park for free sometimes. It was just, I mean, dirt cheap. Not bad. Dirt cheap. No Dave is saying, by the way, if the Cubs win a World Series at home, Ricketts will sell the Ivy. I've said all along. Didn't they sell the Ivy anyway in 16? No, no, no. Like, the fact that they don't sell the Ivy in, like, every Menards or whatever store they want to pick is stunning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't believe yeah. they haven't figured that out. I mean, like just I, seeds had, to I, grow had it, ivy, right? I had it growing at my house, and that was the stuff that was it was ripped out by my neighbor because they thought it was a weed. And I'll never forgive the guy. I won't <laughs> mention his name. But wow, <laughs> had it growing on a, over here. I was hand watering. I was hand watering actual Wrigley Field ivy on a brick wall in our house, mm-hmm. and a neighbor came by and was like, plucked it out of our thing. Really? I was, yeah, we got back from vacation. I was like. <gasps> Did, Where is you, it? Would, it was in the trash all wilted. I tried to, like, revive it by, like, sticking you, it back in the ground and rewatching. Yeah, like, basically, like, ivy CPR. But I had spent, like, three and a half months trying to grow this ivy, and it was finally, like, had grown and attached to the wall, and it was, like, a couple oh. feet high. It was like we had a, a, a duplex down, so it had, like, a dropped window. Yeah. So we would have had just Wrigley ivy growing. What did you do to your neighbor? Like, what did you say? I just said, did you pull out? Four green bushes out of our window well. He's like, "Yeah, I thought it was a maple tree growing in there. I thought I'd get it out there, get it out of there for you." I'm like, 
I've been watering it every day for the last four months. It's Ivy from Wrigley Field. He's like, I'll go buy you more. I'm like, dude, you can't go buy it. You can't go buy I, Wrigley Somebody Wrigley gave me Ivy. the seeds that, like, the seeds fall down in the warning track, uh-huh. and that's how it regrows. Yeah. And so I had the seeds, and I grew it, and then planted it. Man. And then, and, and that first thing I thought was, like, wow, they could make a killing selling this. All the landscape people would be like, yeah, I want some Wrigley Field ivy on the side of the house. Yeah. That's they true. would sell the hell out of it. They would. That's brutal, yeah. man. That's brutal. I yeah, that was that's like, more money that could go to the payroll. First thing. So it's down. one of the worst. It's the most wronged I've ever been almost yeah, well, first, in my life. First it's on the top five I was wronged list. First the Bears-Packers <laughs> Halloween game. Now yeah. this, like, Steve has this guy on I his had, list. I had ivy growing at my house from Wrigley Field, and <laughs> the neighbor decided for the one time in his life he was going to jump down I have, the camera well and rip I it have out. Mike Martz at the top of my list. Oh, and what the, a loser and, that guy and is. And Steve has this guy. Mike Martz, what has he ever won? <laughs> guy is such a hater. I can't stand Mike Martz. Yeah. He's not even watching the games. <laughs> Uh, Let's be honest. Uh, also on this day, I saw Corey posted 2019 Nico Horner's first career home run. Ooh, John Lester the win, Grand yeah. Slam, Anthony Rizzo, yeah. and now the Samson game. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I don't like to think about September games from 2019 because the ending of that year just was brutal. So, speaking of which, though, you mentioned Nico. Yeah, the brand new the Nico bobblehead. Oh, oh yeah. From nice Wrigley job. Field. Nice job. Ryan picked it up. What would Brendan Miller give for that? I was going to say, you know, I hope Brendan's watching because. No, he's not watching. If he's he watching, this may be what is like gives him the incentive to actually, you know, come, come to, to our office, office and, and hang out with us. Maybe I hope we get he's watching. it. You, you think he would show up? I don't know if Brendan's actually a Bears fan. Will he show up for one of our tailgates? Uh, well, he's got to. He would I be mean, a surprise. Well, maybe Green Ridge Farms, next time they come back, start grilling up meats. Get Miller back. Uh, the tailgate deal is going to be sick. I'm yeah, going to talk about that later, but it is coming up. It's the 25th. Uh, it's the game against the Texans and Lovey Smith. It's going to be our first one ever. It's the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. 34 bucks. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now. 34 bucks. It includes your booze, your beer, a food truck from the local area that's going to come. And it also includes uh, a DJ is going to be there, and it's like 8 a.m. till noon, tailgate with the CHGO crew. It's just our tailgate. Yeah. And you're like a 15-minute walk from Soldier Field or a 10-minute walk to a bunch of bars in the area. Well, me and Cody went to the tailgate, uh, the Sox game, a couple months ago. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we got but to – Bears ha- tailgate. Yeah, I was just saying, like, this, it's going to be a little bit bigger. One of the cool things about the Bears season is that Cubs and Sox fans finally can come together and not hate each other. Yeah. Even though I'm not someone who hates the Sox. But, uh, well, I have a new reason to hate the Sox that I can't say on this podcast. But <laughs> – all I, I all I'm saying is that I'm not I for most of my life I haven't been a Sox hater until last night when I was on twitter.com. But anyway, the Bears bring Cubs and Sox fans together. That is you, true. And when you go to the tailgate, you Bears get and to, Bulls. Yeah, you get to Blackhawks. Like, well, there's no tailgates at like right. Black, uh Bulls and Blackhawks, but on here though for for the Bears you know, it brings everyone together. That's that's honestly that's probably why the Bears are this city's number one team. No, no matter how bad they are. That's right. Everybody comes together. Now you can buy tickets to this. Go to allchgo.com. Click on the tailgate banner. It'll have the details there. It's also in the show description. But you know, 
once it runs out, it runs out. Yeah. But 34 bucks for food, booze, and a tailgate party yeah. and a DJ. And I heard what the food truck idea is. I'm in. Yeah. I'm all, you know, I like yeah. my food. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. the foodie. I'm this all place. in. I'm all in. I'm hoping it's the one that they said it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. I no, think it's going to be a lot of fun. No fooling and around. And two days before my birthday. So, oh, you wanna, Ryan's going to be vibing. You want to bring me a couple presents? <laughs> I, won't, I won't say no. Well, so, bring him a bottle. Bring in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nico bobblehead. Nick Madrigal bobblehead. You already got it. I do have the Nick Madrigal bobblehead. Huh. I, accept, I accept hard seltzers. <laughs> He was drinking a truly earlier. I was. (laughs) I'm working security for that the first couple hours. Security, quote unquote. No messing around. (laughs) I'll throw you out. You're in charge of security? (laughs) No. No, I was going to say. I'm helping helping set up. Wait, what do you mean by that? Oh, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what are you going to do about it? That's what Luke said. Tossing Ryan out. Uh, There you go. By the way, Foco. 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 Speaking of getting ready for tailgate season, Chicago, you already have the best coverage for your favorite teams. Now get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco's got you covered from Soldier Field to the French Room. North side, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. It is Foco. Looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered. Hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Oh, but it could be beautiful. September 25th at that tailgate. You might need just a short sleeve shirt. Check out foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. I love hoodie weather in the fall. Right? Like 60 degrees, a sunny day at a tailgate. Perfect. Perfect. And you know what else you need at the tailgate, Cody? What's that, Luke? Bags or cornhole, however you want to say it. Bags. It's bags. We live in the Midwest. It's bags. Got bags. I, well, I will. Like up here is bags. Like you go down to like St. Louis and they say cornhole. And I'm do like, they? Yeah. Well, okay. So as someone who grew up downstate and like closer to St. Louis than here, either way is fine. I grew up calling it bags. Well, I'm saying like you, you're probably not more southern enough. Maybe. But like, like cornhole, Missouri like they, calls it that. they just had that cornhole tournament that Jay Cutler came up for. That was cornhole. They called it cornhole. It's like the professional name in the Midwest. We call it bags. I don't it's care what anyone says. It's bags. Anyway, Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. And I honestly, shout out to, to them because uh, they've been tweeting at me for, for years. Uh, and that's legit. And I, uh, you know, I really like these guys. And uh, now that they know you had the big winner on points bet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Our cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, LEDs that light up the hole, <laughs> and exterior yeah, handles cool. for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. Wow, I got through that. First time reading this ad. I should have read it before we did the show, guys. <laughs> Veteran-owned and operated. We can ship anywhere and offer local pickups. Specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event. Wedding gifts and gifts for all occasions, and especially for tailgaters like us. Bump, bump, bump. And backyard barbecues. Or, like, right here. We can do it right here on the patio. Well, oh, we yeah. can do it right, do it right, right here, here in the too. office on either too. side. We could have a tournament going. I'm surprised we haven't even started. We haven't already started doing that. Well, I see yeah. they're actually, the one is set Why up not? right over yeah. to my right over here. Mm-hmm. I'd go get it. But So I'll say it's bags up here, but 
Shy Town Cornhole does great work. They can call Cornhole. Yes. Only one that I... That well, and they design really and, great. And calling, calling your company Shy Town Bags... <laughs> Not as good as Shy Town fair. Cornhole. That's fair, but fair. Like, like, you know, <laughs> well, I'm just well, saying we're gonna it's allow a pretty it. obvious choice for yeah, them. We're gonna allow it because they do great work, but that's also true. Yeah. Shout out to them. Seriously, they uh, I've been following those guys for a couple years on Twitter, and uh, they they always tweet me in their Illini uh, bag like custom uh, custom bag sets. Yeah, with the, the CHO ones overall. they made us are cool, and really yeah. the LED light on the inside of the circle is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Because you get it starts getting dark out, or you're playing it at night, and it's like you don't want to have to have like every light in the backyard turned on. Right. Yeah. It's a Absolutely. brilliant idea. All and, I'm and saying is, if you're doing a Who You Got tournament for bags, I hope I'm the Who You Got. <laughs> I'm pretty damn good at it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they they build them different at Marquette, apparently. I went undefeated one summer in bags. <laughs> really? 21-0. Kept my record. Okay. Respect. Ed Kevin, he's a real bag. I went winner. to Eastern Illinois <laughs> University where they don't really care about the grades, so you take that with what you will. That's they told. Well, I heard that, and they said, we've hired this guy named Kevin. He's a real bag winner. There's a couple things in the, in the chat. People are asking about Nico, okay. mm-hmm. asking about Wilson. Um, I know. Wilson, I, I mean, I'm starting to wonder if he's ever going to play in a Cubs uniform again. Well, he's on the IL. When you, do you know when he can be activated, Ryan? Uh, it's because that ankle injury that happened. Yeah, the they had the MRI. Uh, I, yeah. I believe what what was the day that? I think it, it's if it's not like today, it's in the next couple of days. He's been out for a little while. Yeah. Um, it's only ten days for uh, hitters as opposed to fifteen for pitchers. Um, let me see what day he would have been. So it was retro to September third. So today's like the day that he could have been activated from that. It was something he was kind of dealing with off and on since like Feel the Dreams, you know? Yeah. Um, when he rolled his angle there. So I mean I I don't know. I don't want it like, to every, end every, that way. Every, That'd be lame. Every update that we've gotten me right. just, just every update we got. I mean, you know, he had the MRI over the week, uh, this last homestand. Um, which didn't have any surprises. What do you is he, is he what are you snoring about over there, Kevin? Zof on Anonymous says on who you got. Luke sounds like such a bad loser. It makes me wonder if he's divorced. No, happily married, and I won. What are you talking? Oh Call my sore loser. Oh my god, this might be the greatest moment in this podcast and also, history, and, also, and that includes before like Corey and Brennan let us come on here. That's the greatest Zof, comment Zof, I've ever read. Zophanonymous, who does he think is Luke? Because I got a shirt that says my name is Steve. How confused is this person? Who is Zoph? That's the first comment I've seen from this guy. Oh right? I, was like, I don't remember him. From ever the being top able... rope, first comment he's ever left. Oh, he's like, man. but who, do, who does he think? Who, who is Luke? Wow. Because oh, I won and I'm wearing a shirt named Steve. He still remembers when you threw a fit last week, probably. That's not what he said. He called me a sore loser right here. Luke won tonight. He's the one wearing the Steve shirt. <laughs> but. Wow. <laughs> it makes me wonder if he's divorced. Zof Anonymous out for blood. Just, yeah, just. Literally. Like I said, from the top rope, dude. Like RKO Robbie, a random, RKO a random lurker tossed a dagger. He, he gave him the old Swanton bomb, like Jeff Hardy style, man. Like, man. Shit. 
the old twisted death. He must not have liked me saying that stuff about Kevin being a great, great at bags. Maybe it was Kevin. <laughs> he probably was. Kevin, a, he's just making that thing burner. up over there. He's like, ah, that's it. I'm going to go with Zophanonymous. <laughs> Zophanonymous. Oh, my gosh. Well, Joel wants you to prove that you're married or it's confirmed you're divorced. Prove <laughs> that you're married. Or it's He's got to bring the wife in. Yeah, I don't think she's coming in here. I mean, oh I got a wedding ring. There you go. I guess that proves it, right? Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, I don't have one, on, so I must not be Yeah, married. I don't either. I live with the same girl for four years, but no ring. That's on me. Luke, Steve was complaining <laughs> last week for something I can't remember, Carlos. Uh, that's that's every week, Carlos. That's every week. You're complaining about yeah, that's literally every day. <laughs> like today's, today's like the Sean, one day in a while. Any chance you're married to a Lou Malnati's executive? No, that is Cap. <laughs> There's a lot of, a lot of gift and cards. According to Cap, according Trey to Turner Cap. and Carlos Rodon are interested in signing with the Cubs this offseason. Or whoever gives them the most yeah. money. Yeah. So, yes, they are interested. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what's the source, Dave? Yeah, well, of course, they're, they're not going to say they're not. Right, yeah. right. Listen, uh, you know, we... We've gone back and forth about Rodon and Degrom and everything in the show. Like, I'm just, I, I, I'll take either one of them, man. You, you put, you, you, you force me to choose one. I'll take Degrom because he's just proven to be more dominant over a longer stretch of time, and he's had some injury problems. But other than that, like, he's the one I'd want. You have to pay him more, but whatever. I want, I want the best. That's what I want. This fan base deserves the best. We deserve to have a winning product on the goddamn baseball field, and. uh yeah, I expect, like, we and I, whatever, we expect to be good. So give me the one who's going to go out there and give me a quality start every single night that he's out there. And Aaron Judge. Yes, And please. Shohei Otani. And Shohei Otani. Um, Aaron Judge, who hit two more homers I was going to say, do you want Aaron Judge? 57. 57. How high will he go? I, so he has 20 games to hit. Five more home runs and set the American League record. I would be surprised if he doesn't do that. Will he hit seventy four? You you said maybe. I mean, it's not imp- it's, it's not, not impossible. impossible. It's not a non zero. It's it's a non zero chance. I just don't see it. That's a lot of home runs to hit. In to me, games. he'd have he would have had a chance at seventy four if he had sixty going into September. In my opinion, I just, it's just so many yes. home runs, man. But like. He yes, doesn't have he 60, right. and we're almost. I think he can get to it's, the mid. It's very unlikely we get that far. Will he get the American League record? Sure, seems like it. Yeah, yeah. I think in he, a yeah. season where nobody's hitting home runs. Yeah, where's Schwarber at now? Thirty-eight, and he, he's still still second in the majors. I, I, I don't know. Fifty-seven. He was like twenty behind him before. Yeah. Someone says uh, in the chat that he's only three off Bonds' pace. Thirty-seven, Schwarbs. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me go. Who, who's in the Still chat? Still 20 back? I can't see because the... He's how many off Bond's pace? It's in the chat. It says three. Uh, Sean says it. 17 and 20 games. No shot, unfortunately. He's, he is only three off Bond's pace, though. So if he had three more homers, he would be on pace. The same pace as Barry Bond's. As of this many games, then, I guess. According to Sean. I mean, there's a shot, but there's also a shot. The Cubs make the playoffs, not mathematically eliminated yet. Fair. That's facts. If they do, I'm going to get a tattoo on my bicep that says 2022 division champs. You should. I mean, if, if the listen, I think we'll all get one if they do that. Come on. Even I might get that tattoo. 2022 division champs. I did not get hurt this time. <laughs> there you go. I was yes. not hurt again. 
Um, no, Judge updated total. Judge is 57. Schwarber is still second with 37. That's unbelievable. 20, 20 ahead of 20 the next ahead. guy. Riley, 30. Austin Riley, 36. Goldschmidt, 35. Trout, 35. Trout also, by the way, did not hit. Uh, no. Homer it would have been eight or seven. Yeah. Would have been eight. Would have Stopped tied the major league record. Wow. Did not do it. But apparently he says he's going to start man. a new streak. And by we, the way. The, if we the, can't have Otani, can we trade for Trout instead? He's a little bit older. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little bit older, maybe he won't cost as much. I'd take I'd take Mike Trout. That guy deserves to be on a winner, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd take Mike Trout. <laughs> he's never won anything. What are they? What are you gonna get? Well, for listen, him? man. What like, if you have to give up? That was a joke. He, what if he's coming? Like last Samson. year, he was hurt, and then this year, he's been hurt too, and and he's older. After he like a huge contract. What he's like twenty nine or thirty now. Like I don't know. He probably is gonna cost the same, oh, so. but he is on a gigantic contract. Yeah, he's locked up through twenty thirty, making thirty five yeah. million each of the next. Nine years. Fine. Yeah. One, He's 30 two. this year. So, like, not that that matters too much. Whatever. But still. I was going to go down as one of the greatest players of would, all time. I would love to have Mike Trout. Yes. 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 There's a lot of players who would be very good with the Put him in center. I, here's the thing I wish for Mike Trout. I just want him, and I, I don't think it's something he necessarily wants. I want him out of there. And I want him in a big market so more people can see how great he is mm-hmm. before he really starts to decline. Yeah. Like, right? Like, he deserves to play at Wrigley Field or somewhere like that in, in that spotlight. Absolutely. I don't want it to be the Yankees or Red Sox or Dodgers, but, like, he deserves a big market team that's really going to get him some... I don't, again, I don't think he cares about it, but baseball fans deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, like... I think that's a take that all of us can agree with, except for, I guess, Angels fans. <laughs> Sorry. Sean says, sat right by Mike Trout's parents at a Cubs-Angels game in 2016. His mom was the rowdiest person in the crowd. Bring him here. Damn. All right. Love, love a rowdy. So uh, she's a vibe. Yeah. The Trout family has vibes. They're Eagles fans, but, you know, I can get past that. Was it in the bleachers? Or was it in just the regular seats? Probably in the regular seats. Yeah, I mean, I would assume. Yeah, that's where like all the family members sit. Except wait. for, uh, what's that guy? The guy from the Pirates. It's from Chicago that came here oh, this year. Uh, His family was sitting in the left field bleachers. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Bleacher yeah, Jeff? Suwinski or whatever. Suwinski, yeah. yeah. Not Bleacher Jeff. <laughs> Bleacher nah, he's, Jeff. He's always in the bleachers. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so we are, we'll have the Cubs-related podcast with Brendan and Corey tomorrow. So all you nerds out there, you're going to get your nerd your nerd session. Nerds! <laughs> They'll probably have a whole section on the anniversary of Nico's yeah. first career home run being within. Yes. This is the week it happened. Absolutely. Um, Brendan, will, Brendan will somehow introduce graphs into an audio <laughs> podcast. A it heat will map. Happen. A heat map. Into a a, heat but map. into an audio podcast. No yeah. visuals. He's, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get it done. Yeah. But yeah, so that's tomorrow. Yeah. And then Thursday... We will have an off-day podcast, and then Friday right back at it again. Let's get to it. Yeah, man. Get to it. I'll, be, we, I'll we, be back we, at Wrigley on Friday. We need one. Is it one, Rockies? One, yeah, yeah one Rockies. weekend series for the Rockies. We need, I need, we need to find out if KB is going to come or not. I need to know. Yeah, we do need to know. Yeah. Well, Would love to know. Let me text, uh, let text your DMVR Rockies people. Text Susie Hunter. Or Patrick Lyons. Well, whoever. Uh, Let's fi- figure it out. The people want to know if KB is coming or not. It, uh, Jack, it, it is not a post-game show tomorrow. It's an end-of-series podcast with the Cubs-related yeah. 
uh, you know, they haven't done Brendan those McCoy. live in a while, but it but comes out pretty soon. After it does pretty. Co- it does come out pretty fast. So uh, it's always good, though. Big, but this will always be the Samson game. The Samson Cubs game. history. Yeah. Samson what was your favorite part of the Adrian Samson era? This game. That's what we'll say. Pretty good. Probably in like January or something. Pretty good game to hang your hat on. Absolutely. Just like uh, the Luke Farrell era. Whenever he outdueled uh, someone for the Cardinals, Wainwright. Was, was it, it Wainwright? Wright? Was it Wainwright? I don't know. I, I think it was, it was the Wainwright. last. Car- it was the last Cubs Cardinal series this year at Wrigley Field. I think it was Wainwright. And uh, Luke Farrell started the game, went four innings, no earned. That's who it was. <laughs> I was trying to think of it earlier. <laughs> I was like, that's that's far and away my favorite part of the Luke Farrell <laughs> era. <laughs> Robbie says in ten years he will still remember this game and where he was tonight. <laughs> Well, considering what we know about Ravi, that's a little surprising. That is surprising, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Take care. Fly the W. Where did Zoph Anonymous go? God, he just left. Jeez, just left. Come back. Just ghosted us all. Ghosted us. See ya. <laughs>